Welcome back. I know you're thinking, wow, what an awesome day this is. I get to hear these two priests, pastors of pain's voice. Not an ounce of time wasted on us. Overrated. Overrated and underpaid. But it's good to be here anyway. Yeah. Hello, Welcome everyone. back to another episode of uh, Pastors of Pain. We're just kicking around the radio station here at PDFM in Stillwater, America. Yeah. Good time. You can also catch this as a podcast on Spotify. Thank you. Thank you. Let me and, let me uh, guess the let me guess the other one. I'm gonna read your soul right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. Hold on, hold on. Genesis. Uh iTunes. I think, yes. <laughs> I was gonna say Apple Podcast. Oh, Apple Genesis. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you can also get it on that. And there's another one. Okay, I'm thinking of where where your your head may be right now. It's in the cloud. Sound? SoundCloud. 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 Yes. SoundCloud. Okay, yes. those are the three places you can get also you can get this on Catholic radio throughout the state on Wednesdays. At three thirty in the afternoon, I had all some, over the state of Oklahoma. Some people stopped by the other day for a football game. They came by. One, uh, uh, oh, oh, I'm not allowed to speak about us getting whooped the other day, like, a couple weeks ago. And so they came by for We've the game. Recovered. We've recovered. Yeah, yeah, we have. We, we came by. Uh, they came by the other day for what game was that? Was that Middle? Texas Tech? Was Texas Tech? That. Texas Tech. Oh boy. The so they came by and they said. We've been listening to your radio show. And I was like, you prayed the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and then you prayed the Via Doloroso right after that. 30 minutes of each. Yeah, so I think on just about every Catholic radio station, there's a 3 o'clock Chaplet of Divine Mercy. And then, <laughs> on the, at least on the radio stations in, in Oklahoma, the Catholic stations, then it's... Us. It goes from oh boy. It goes from the chapel, the sung chapel to divine mercy to for the sake of his sorrowful passion. My mom used to watch that. She had it recorded like yeah. on TiVo, and so she would. I would like come downstairs and be like, "What? Who are? There? Is there like a choir in my living room or something?" And I was like, "Oh, okay. Oh, chaplet of divine mercy." Yeah. If you have no idea what we're talking about, you should look it up because yep. it's a beautiful prayer. Speaking of prayer. Teach me how to pray. Teach me, teach oh, me how geez. to pray. Teach me how me. to pray. Oh, so it's October. <laughs> that Father. was last week. Yeah, it's October. Ooh, what's October? Halloween, pumpkin spice lattes, and football. Football. Okay, what football. Uh, leaves, leaf peepers. Uh, uh, duck season. Oh, that's not till November. I can't wait for what duck else season. Is in October. Lots of good saints feast days in October. Yeah, Saint Carrie of Tulsa. I hear that Saint Carrie of Tulsa will not, is not on the liturgical calendar <laughs> and never will be. <laughs> And no, maybe Mostly due to lack of humility. <laughs> so sorry. Well, it definitely won't be in your lifetime. Soon and very soon, hopefully. There are, there are several things you have to be to be canonized, and one of them is dead. So I hope that doesn't happen. Anytime soon? Yeah. Okay. We'll start the process as soon as I'm dead. The, uh, the process of you dying? <laughs> no. Be, actually, be, that process be, is actually already underway. Yes. A time to be born and, and a time, time to, to die. die. That was like a couple weeks ago in the yeah fr- Friday a couple weeks ago in the readings. Indeed. Uh, okay, I'm glad that you have an incredible memory and just like pull those things out. Uh, I, I dabble. Yeah, I dabble. Oh, uh, the the this month, this month, October, October. We were we were about that. It's soccer. It's girls' soccer season. I went with uh, P.O. P.O. Hare. Uh, her son coaches at uh, OSU, so she always gets me a ticket to the game, and I sit next to her. I have a pass. I have a uh, what? Like a, a David Littlefield sent it to me. Like a permanent pass? It's like a oh, it's like a one free entry. 
Yeah. To a women's soccer game. Okay. P.O. Hare. Yeah. She, she, I'm, I'm she takes me. About it. I need to go. I haven't been. Okay. Well, it's an awesome stadium. You should go. Plus, uh, soccer is yeah, the greatest sport say, on I'm two not feet. Going for the stadium, you know, like greatest sport on two feet. Okay. Also, October. Okay, we've we've October we've blabbed is also enough. We're like the month of the mm, Blessed I'm re- Virgin Mary. Now, Father Kerry and I both we have moms. Shout out to Peggy O'Brien. Shout out to Ginny Wakulich, whose wedding anniversary is October first. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. Well, yeah it already happened. Just passed. Yeah. Well, we have moms. But then we also have another mom, and her name is Mary. Mm-hmm. She is the mother of God, the Theotokos. The ever-Virgin Mary. Mother, <laughs> let's go through varying titles of Mary. Uh, Ready? Let's play a game. Oh. Spontaneous game. Okay. Titles of Mary. Ark of the Covenant. Queen of Peace. Tower of Ivory. Queen of Priests. <laughs> Dang it. Um, uh, Our Lady of the Rosary. Queen of All Saints. Qu- mother of God. Queen of the universe. Holy Theotokos and ever Virgin Mary. Queen of uh, of, of the sea. And Dang it. <laughs> right. She is. It is Mary, star of the sea. Star of the sea. That's what I was Yeah, there's for. a church in there. Gate of Heaven, star of the sea. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we love Mary. Regina we think you should Chaley, too. Late, That's Hallelujah. not the season. That's not the season. Okay. Anyway, we're uh, so it's the month of October. So you may not have known, you may not know that October and the month of May are both months in which the church recommends a stronger than usual Marian devotion. So we thought we would talk about Mary. Why would she's we? awesome? She is the one first of, disciple. One of the great things I love about our new church here in Stillwater. So I am the pastor of St. Francis Xavier, 711 North Country Club Road. If you have not visited what is wrong with you? You should come. I would be glad to give you a tour. Uh, we, we're open basically all day. We open up the church 6.30 in the morning. We shut it down, I don't know, you know, 8, 9 at night, kind of depending on what's going on. But we have uh, this beautiful image of Mary. And we actually, just a few weeks ago, we finished out. So our church was just dedicated in March, March 11th. Mm-hmm. We, we have this beautiful statue of Mary, and she's holding Jesus as a child. And there's several sort of interesting and awesome things about it. One is just beautiful artwork. It's carved in wood. It's painted beautifully. But I love the way Mary is kind of looking down. So there's always, when you, whenever you see a statue of Mary, a lot of times she's, she's looking down and, and in this sort of a, in, a, in a humility, a pose of humility. So if you know the, the prayer of the Magnificat uh, from the Gospel of Luke, um, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me and holy is his name. Uh, the Lord looks f- looks with favor on his on his on his handmaid on his lowly servant. That that was Mary's attitude. I mean, Mary is awesome, but Mary had this attitude about herself that she was uh, a servant, and so you often see kind of Mary's eyes sort of downcast. And then one of my favorite things that you'll see on almost every statue of Mary all over the world is that she is standing on the head of a snake. Oh, yeah. Almost always. So in the, the statue we have at St. Francis Xavier, beautiful image of Mary, but when you get up close and you get close to her feet, under her feet is a snake that she is stepping on and killing. Yeah. And you think, well, Mary, Mary would never do that. <laughs> Wrong. 
Mary would. <laughs> Mary will step on the head of a snake and kill it. Why? Because in the book of Genesis, if you go all the way back, we know that that was one of uh, Eve's problems, Adam and Eve's problems back in the day, was this snake comes along and tempts them. And Mary, one of her titles is, Mary, of, of title of Mary is Mary the New Eve. Yeah. And Eve couldn't handle the snake. Mary steps on his head and kills him. Take that, snakes. <laughs> so anyway, we love, we love Mary. And this is a great month of Marian devotion. Why does Mary matter? So I think a lot of times, Father Carey, a lot of times yep. people would say, all we need is Jesus. Why, why, why are you Catholics spending any time whatsoever talking about anyone else other than Jesus? Why would you talk about Mary? Why are you talking about the saints? Why? You asking or you telling me? I'm, ta- I'm asking. Oh, you're asking me. I'm asking. Well, the, the, our understanding, especially of, of asking people to pray, we, we ask human beings to pray all the time. I mean, even St. Paul begins a letter with, I'm not hey, feeling well. Yeah, pray for me. St. Paul even begins his letters with, hey, pray for me. Hey, I forgot that tunic and that coppersmith. Don't trust him. Give me a shout out to the Lord. Pray for me. Our understanding is that, especially like for Matthew's gospel, it says, uh, my father is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You know, Moses and Elijah appear alive on the mountain of transfiguration. Our understanding is that when people die, they are still alive in some way, shape, form. We say at the funeral, the funeral liturgy in the Catholic Church, one of the, one of the prefaces says, Lord, for your faithful, talking about the deceased person, yeah. Lord, for your faithful, life is changed, not, not ended. Yeah. Beautiful. And, and so w- these people are alive, and we're, we can ask them to pray for us just like we can ask a living person to pray for us. We can ask them to pray for us because they're alive. They stand before God night and day singing, body, holy, holy, their holy. Their body is in the ground. Yeah, but their soul is still alive. alive. Yeah, they're alive. And so we, we look at this. In this connection between heaven and earth and who is who is there is also the blessed virgin mary uh, we ask mary to pray for us not that it's stealing anything away from jesus but she is our friend our mother our help along the way uh, she is also the very first disciple you know i love that scene it was a couple of weeks ago at mass and, and it's a beautiful scene where mary um, appears, and it says he appears with his brothers and sisters. And they say, Jesus, your mother and your brother and sisters are here. And Jesus says, my mother and my brother and my sisters are those who listen to the voice of God and act on it. Now, up until the scriptures in the Gospel of Luke, there's only one person who's heard the voice of God and act upon it, and that's Mary saying, let it be done unto me according to thy word after hearing the fiat. angel get the fiat. And then to add to that, what does she do? Who are my brother and my sister's uh, are those who are my disciples who that's a disciple who listens and acts. So what is Mary doing? Mary's like bringing people to Jesus saying, Hey, follow that guy. This is the one do whatever he tells you. Do what sure, her last words in the scriptures do whatever. That's he John, tell. John chapter two at the wedding yeah. of Cana. And so yeah. we ask Mary cause Mary is alive in heaven to help us as Christian disciples. And so th- this is the life. Plus, plus she is, okay, now, 
We're going to get into some language. At like, Let's get into some language. Get into some languages. I, I can't remember oh, the language is. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to start swearing. <laughs> no, there, there's that line from the angel. Like, like the angel appears to Mary, which is interesting that there's an angel in the Old Testament that appears to a woman. And that angel appears to that woman and deceives her and tricks her and drags all humanity down with her and her husband, Adam. And an angel appears a second time to a woman about a new Adam, Jesus Christ. And it's, a, it's this beautiful scene, but, the, but it's interesting that the, the angel uses this phrase, um, that you are full of grace. And when you read the church fathers and they write about this, they, you know, they, they look at this and they say, well, how is Mary full of grace before the cross? Well, she, because grace only comes from the cross. We do that in the catechism all over the place. Sanctifying grace only comes through the cross. It cannot be produced by any, we cannot save ourselves. Somehow Mary is full of grace, having been made full of grace prior to the cross. And the church fathers are like, just go on and on and on about this. Uh, it's so beautiful. So we have this woman who is made full of grace, who, as Fulton Sheen said, if you were going to make your mother, you'd make her the best way possible. Conceived without, without sin. sin. <laughs> yeah. So we have Mary in this month of October as uh, uh, someone who prays for us, but, and also, not but, and someone who wants us where she is yeah. before her son. Yeah. And so she j does this job of pointing us to Jesus constantly and praying for us like we pray for each other. I love that idea of Mary as the, as the first disciple. I mean, so our, our, what we're trying to do, we're trying to become better disciples ourselves yeah, and then to help our people to become disciples who then go out, missionary disciples who go right. out into the world uh, to proclaim the good news and to bring people to, to Christ. And so we need models of that. And that's one of the things I love. I mean, just love about being Catholic is we, we have these models and we call them the saints uh, and, and, we, and we put their pictures up and we pray for, we ask them to pray for, for us. And among those, Mary is the first. So one of the titles I just said in our little game there, Mary is the queen of all saints. Yeah. We, we would call her, we, we use the phrase in the Catholic world, we would say Mary is queen of heaven and earth. So even in heaven, there's a there is a hierarchy of which Christ is the is the king, king of the universe, uh -huh. king of heaven. Mary, his mother, is the queen. Uh, we have in when we pray the rosary um, in the in the glorious mysteries, um, we the the fifth glorious mystery of the rosary is the coronation the crowning, the coronation of Mary as queen of heaven and earth. Um, so she's important. Super. She's not just some other person who sort of accidentally, Jesus just sort of happened to have her as his mother. Uh, this was chosen yeah. from all eternity, providentially, that Mary, given the gift of being conceived without sin, that we celebrate every year on December the 8th, the Immaculate Conception, not of Jesus, but of the Immaculate Conception of Mary. Yeah. Conceived without sin. To bring about 
and to bring into the world the Savior. Yeah. I, I, I love her. I've been uh, doing the uh, Louis de Montfort consecration uh, the, uh, to, to Jesus through Mary for the last, um, I don't know, last 20, I don't know, last month, last month, up until— oh, I thought you were going to say 20 well, years. Well, up until the Feast of Our uh, Lady of the Holy Rosary, which is today. And I've also been reading that 33 days to morning glory. So there's like a prayer, and then there's this theology that comes with it. And all these great saints emphasize like how important Mary is in being a disciple of Jesus and following the Lord and being faithful. Uh, you know, Louis de Montfort, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, John Paul the Great, St. Saint Maximilian Colby. All had this Marian relationship, this motherly relationship. I, I took students last year when we went to Poland, and I took them to the church. Chestahova? I took them to Chestahova, but I also took them to uh, the the stations of the Cross Church w- near where John Paul II's from. Ooh, yeah. Oh, and he, they walk. His dad walks him up there as a little boy after his mother's death, and says, "This is your mother now." And on there is one of the papal crosses on this image. This, this is your mother now. The Blessed Virgin Mary will be your mother to help you along the way. And so at his, after his, um, his attempted assassination attempt where like they said it missed his, uh, uh, one of his arteries, the bullet shot by the assassin and, uh, at him, he, said, he says, uh, one finger pulled the trigger and another one guided the bullet. And he did, you know, he, he, so even his, in Chestahova. That was, on, it was on the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. Oh, was it really? Was the, oh, that's right. Yeah. He was shot. 1981. Yeah. Look his, it up. his fascia. You can watch the video. His fascia, uh, the belt for the cassock is hanging in Chestahova. Oh. And his cassock covered in blood is, is held in the shrine of Jan, John Paul the Great in Krakow, right next oh. to the shrine of Divine Mercy. It's incredible. And the bullet, you know, they, when they took the bullet out of him, he took the bullet to Fatima, Portugal. And the bullet is, is, in the, is in her is in the crown on the statue of Mary in yeah. Fatima. Love it. Okay, now so I mean a lot of a lot of people would say, and maybe some some of our Protestant brothers and sisters would say that Catholics overemphasize Mary. We talk about her too much. What do you say to that? Uh, but, um, well, uh, I I think I speak about Jesus more. And the Father and the Holy Spirit more than I speak about Mary. Me too. So I, I don't think there is an over. Which is how Mary would want it to, by the way. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think we do. It, it's just. It's different. I was talking to a student the other day, and they were just. You know, they're just kind of caught off guard by even um, praying the Hail Mary. Like, why do you all pray the Hail Mary? I said, Well, we we pray the Psalms, don't you? Well, yeah. You, you like pray the the proverbs, right? Yeah. You you read the scriptures and meditate on them. Uh, so is the, so is the the prayer of the Hail Mary. It's very scriptural. It, yeah. It's right out of the scripture. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Boom. All of those are right from Luke. the angel Gabriel. Yeah. And then blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, uh, is also uh, right out of the scriptures. It's from her cousin Elizabeth. Also, you, have you ever read? Uh, the procession of the Ark of the Covenant by King David. 
uh, refresh my memory. You know, David has the Ark of the Covenant and he carries it and he's leaping before joy. Yes. And then it strikes like the guys, it says the high priest was supposed to carry the Ark and the Ark is on uh, like animals being towing it and it goes to slide off and some guy touches it and it kills him, right? Yep. And Don't then they take the ark. And then they take it into the house of Obadenadom for three months and it stays there and then it comes back to finally comes to Jerusalem. Those stories are if you lay them over each other, mm-hmm. they blend together of Mary being the Ark of the Covenant, uh, going to Elizabeth's house, spending three months there, and then going back to her, her hometown and, and how John the Baptist leaps for joy like John the Baptist did at the arrival of the Ark of the Covenant. And who's, like who's, David did, yeah. Yeah, like David yeah. did. Uh, so Mary is important. Well, yeah, we should have a devotion to her. Uh, and, and praying the rosary is this uh, meditation on the scriptures. Just like, uh, you know, like I have a rosary. It's made out of wood and rope. But back in the old days, if they wanted to meditate on like the Psalms, that's why we have, what, what, how many beads are there? There's a hundred. There are uh, 50 times 50, th- 50 yeah. times three, yep. right? For the the traditional mysteries of rosary, except John Paul, the, you know, John Paul the Great added some, uh, the, the luminous mysteries. And they would walk and they would meditate on the Psalms. Oh God, you are my God, for you I long, for you my soul is thirsting, my body pines for you. And they would pray the pray the Psalms, uh, even to pray like the Jesus prayer. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. And you, you, you pray ab- ab- about and meditate and put that into your mind. We talked last month about that monk who prays the Our Father and just meditates on the Our Father. past the word Father. Father. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's so beautiful yeah. that God, in the same way, we meditate on this moment of salvation history where like like saints like Leo the Great back in the in the Middle Ages they they talk about like what were the angels doing like the angels are just waiting there for Mary to say yes cuz she has free will she is full of grace and and as we meditate on the on the mysteries we meditate on them with Mary to come to a deeper understanding of our salvation. It's scripture alive. It's scripture just going through our minds so that what forms our mind then forms our actions. And I think it's also not to be understated that God brings about salvation through another person. I mean, God. so God came into the world through... A person, and not just any person, but a woman. And I know in the Catholic Church, in in one way, because there's a, there's a perception sometimes that because uh, only uh, the, that the ordination of priests, for example, is reserved to to, to men only, priests and deacons, that we are uh, that we do not hold women as in as in as in high regard as as we should. And and the great example of that. Uh, of the opposite of that is the the regard with which we hold the Blessed Virgin Mary, Queen of Heaven, Queen of Priests, Queen of all Saints. I mean, the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> I mean, that she. It was through Mary, Jesus, born of a woman, that our salvation came about. One interesting thing. This is my my buddy John Parks. I think I've mentioned him before on the show. I have no idea he who he is. To, he's a priest in Phoenix. You oh, should, you, yeah. Oh yeah, John Parks. That Google, guy. Google. Hey, folks out there, Google Father John Parks and watch some of his homilies from the Steubenville Youth Conferences. They will blow you away. <laughs> Father John Parks. He can preach it. He's a good one. 
But anyway, he was talking one time when we were in seminary about that kind of parallel of, of, of the Ark of the Covenant. You touch it and you die. That Joseph, St. Joseph, Mary's husband, would have known that. Ark of the Covenant, you touch it and you die. Yeah. And Mary, being the new Ark of the Covenant, you touch it and you die. Whoa. And so Joseph... And so when we talk about Mary as being ever virgin, um, there's, there's that's I think that's part of that puzzle. Um, how is Mary ever virgin? Well, Joseph, her husband, would proceed very cautiously in becoming intimate with his wife if she's the new Ark of the Covenant, and the previous Ark of the Covenant, you touch it and you die. Yeah. Oh, anyway, I've never heard that. So there's a little. There's a little. Did you say John Sparks? John Parks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just there's, kidding. So there's a little. There's a little. There's a little. A little nugget. Okay, so <laughs> the rosary. A lot of people like the rosary. Um, I have always found I have trouble praying the rosary by myself. I do it. Yes. Um, I I struggle praying the rosary by myself. I much prefer to pray the rosary. With other people, uh-huh. um, I even when I'm going to pray the rosary and I'm and I'm by myself. Let's say I'm in my car, great place to pray the rosary, mm-hmm. or on a walk. Um, I much prefer to have some audio. Oh yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, Father Sean Donovan always says he has a like a little audio meditation yeah. to go with it. And so I think that there's. I think some people sort of think that oh, I'm just not a good. I'm just not a good Catholic if I because I don't pray the rosary every day. Now I, again, we wa- I think we both would recommend. Marian devotion to, that it increases, that you pray the Hail Mary, that you pray the Rosary, that you pray the Angelus, that you pray the Memorare, that yeah. you um, have, a, have an image of her in your, in your home and in your kids' rooms. And, yeah, sure. Um, but you, I think if, with, with regard to the Rosary, you do, do what works. If it helps you to pray better with other people, then get a group of people together. Get your yeah. family together. Um, I know a lot of families, especially with, with like young kids, praying an entire Rosary with young children— <laughs> Right is is doable, and I'm sure there's families out there who who can pull it off, kneeling but, on glass or rocks to keep them awake. But just <laughs> pray. Asleep. Get to get your family together at night and pray a decade of the Rosary, one Our Father, ten Hail Marys, and and a Glory Be. Well, I was at a family's house a couple months ago in Stillwater. I think it was the Cabines, maybe or the Wagners or something like that. And they they take the Rosary and I think they pray like five Hail Marys out of each decade. So that yeah. the kids can participate, yep. because if not, it just it, it seems to go on and on. Because yeah, the kids are not attuned to uh, meditating. Well, it on requires a certain attention yeah. span that I, a lot I, of people don't have. Yeah, John Vianney used to always carry around a statue of the Blessed, a small statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary with him, and had a great and incredible devotion uh, to Our Lady, and was a, was a holy priest. There's a there was a document that was written a couple years ago about. The necessity of priests. It was one of these priests that does spiritual warfare, and why Mary has, uh, why Mary she has to be crushes the head of the he, serpent. Yeah, yeah, because he says, "I will not serve," and he's trying to convince us to not serve. And Mary says, "Let it be done unto you according mm. to His word." Boom. One Get of the other things voice. I love is people who have statues of Mary in their front yard. 
<laughs> I love those people. Yeah. Uh, because you can always, you can tell. I mean, I, 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 I probably in 99.8% of the time, a person who has a statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary in their front yard is a Catholic. Yeah. And so just to, I, I always find it very encouraging. Like when I drive by and I'm like, hey. Yeah. Have you ever been to is. Marian Days, the, the big Vietnamese festival? No. It, it's I've heard like good things though. It's like somewhere near Joplin. It's in Carthage, Missouri. Carthage, Missouri, yeah. and it's Marian Days. Yep. Huge, yeah, it, a big in the Vietnamese community. A yeah. lot of our Vietnamese priests here in Tulsa that go up there and fire it up. I went to ma- mass at the Shrine of the Black Madonna Jasnogora in Poland uh, on the Feast of the Assumption, and it was something like twenty five thousand people it. were showing up for mass every five or six hours. Love it. Thou- just people everywhere because they see her as the protectress of their country, yep. the protectress of their family, and the one who continually points them to Jesus, our Savior. So here in this month of October, from Father Kerry and I, your pastors of pain, county. Love Mary. Love the mother. Love the son. Uh, the two go together. The two go together. She will point you to him. Fulton Sheen, if Jesus is the sun and Mary is the moon. You cannot see the moon without the sun. They go together. I didn't explain that very well, but you can look that one up as well. So we're out of here. Peace. It's another episode. Uh, listen to us on Spotify, Thank iTunes, and uh, on the radio on Saturday Sunday mornings. May God bless you. Pray for us. <laughs>